Say yes to a pain and step out of your comfort zone. Welcome to episode 48 of the Mastering Embedded Systems podcast. I'm your host, Georg Lohrer. This is the podcast for everybody who is interested in having more success in his project work. And here we go with the second part of the mini-series, Improve Yourself. Today, with a very challenging topic, your comfort zone. I was doing judo as I was 11 years old. First, with 15, I started to intensify it. I was extremely diligent and very ambitious. However, there were a lot of others around me with the same attitude. How do I have become anyway a member of the German national team and not the others? I'm not talented. Doing competitive sports, especially martial arts, is something not only connected to work, exercise or ambition. In fact, it's equal to tons of pain and sometimes victory. I was able, and I was able to accept the pain. In exercising, you have to repeat techniques several thousand times until they get automated in your movements. It's boring like hell. And in competition, the opponent, the opponent, and in competition, the opponent wants to win too. He's not willing to give a free pass. And the moment it gets really tight, the one with the higher pain acceptance level gets the victory. You cannot breathe, but you attack a last time. You do not have any more power, but you fixate your opponent in grappling. Or you are injured, but you continue to fight. And somehow, it was something in my inner side which let me accept all the pain to achieve the goal of victory. I would never become the man I am now without the level of accepting pain in my life as judoka. Unfortunately, it lasted decades until I detected the way to transfer this habit consciously into other areas. And that's what I want to share with you today. The habit to free yourself out of your comfort zone. If you'd like more information about this episode, visit the show notes at embeddedsuccess.com slash episode 48. Stay tuned and be inspired. Okay, let's focus the fact. Why do we have something like a comfort zone? First, let's see some examples. You might know the engineer who should continue with this ugly project with the boring details and the shaky features, and he finds a lot of excuses to not maintain these details, mails or other things come into his mind. Or you know the team leader who should confront one of his team members with that ugly habit, but always find some more important issues to be maintained. Or the owner in his middle 60s who should consider to find a successor of his company, especially after his last healthy crisis, but he regularly finds some urgent issues which prevents him from diving into this topic. None of these guys is satisfied with his or her behavior. We also know exactly what should be done, but why do we not do it? It's because we love our comfort zone. The comfort zone, it's some kind of a hammock of your regular or our regular habits in thoughts, ideas, feelings and emotions. We have our positive as negative experiences like we have morning and evening routines, we have our inner boosters like somebody telling you be perfect, be punctual, push yourself, hurry up or be everybody's darling. And you also might have your explanations if you avoid something like cleaning up the mess in your code, write the eagerly awaited documentation, refactor the stone old code, or say no to the urgent request. Everything that comes into mind here might be some issue or some aspect of the comfort zone. And let's be honest with ourselves. We all know someone who has given up something to avoid to leave the zone of coziness and warmness. In our comfort zone, 
we feel safe and it's a very familiar place. It's free of the pain the world brings with it. And the consequences of our actions are far away. For example, we are not satisfied with our boss or with the company itself, but we hesitate to do the first step and go out for a job search. Or we want to have more challenges in our projects going forward, but there is always something holding you back. Or you do not like the bad sounds your car makes, but you continue driving. Or your doctor is in your ear for your overweight, but you continue as before, nothing changes. Straight as it might seem, merely escaping pain isn't enough for us. We insist that the pain needs to be replaced with pleasure. We are an entire culture looking for our comfort zone. Let's make a short exercise. Pick something you hate doing. It could be meeting with people, family gatherings, business telcos, project work, whatever comes in your mind. How do you organize your life so you can avoid doing it? Imagine that pattern is a place you hide in. You have found something? The place you have spotted now, that's your comfort zone. What does it feel like? To make it clear, comfort zone is fine if we visit it sometimes. However, it becomes a problem if you avoid mandatory actions due to fear of pain and you don't leave your comfort zone. Instead, we leave these activities into our daily routines, so we never leave the comfort zone. And then it becomes a problem. Because what does the comfort zone do with us? We avoid the pain of effort and the fear of uncertainty. Because the comfort zone gives all that to us to be stable, cozy, warm, no fear, no pain, nothing, but also no change. This alternate world feels like a soothing, pleasurable, warm bath. But this warm bath cripples us. The more you hide in the warm bath, the less willing you become to deal with the cold shower of reality. Whatever your comfort zone consists of, you pay a huge price. Our life provides endless possibilities, but along with all of them comes pain. If you cripple yourself and stay in your comfort zone, you avoid the pain, but you do not achieve your full potential. If you can't tolerate pain, you can't be fully alive. Let's see some examples. If you are a leader and you cannot confront people, no one will follow you. If you are an artist, even a programming artist, in whatever discipline, and you cannot tolerate criticism, you avoid to get your ideas to the highest levels. If you are a God-given engineer, but your parents insist on this lawyer exam, you will be unlucky for the rest of your life. The comfort zone is supposed to keep your life safe, but what it really does is keep your life small. So if you want to leave your comfort zone, you will crash into the wall of pain. But behind the wall, there are the endless possibilities of life. The question is, why do we not leave our comfort zones? Yeah, we feel the pain and we turn around. We suffer the classic modern weakness of we need to have an immediate gratification. So everything we in uh, if we invest in something, there must be an immediate return of investment. Even if we, if we overcome, if we start to accept the pain, we, ex we expect there is an immediate return of this investment. But very often, 
it is not like that. The comfort zone, however, makes us feel good in the moment. So who cares what the future penalty will be? But the future penalty will arrive for sure, bringing the worst pain of all, the knowledge what you have wasted your life. Even more worse, we are trained to give us a fake picture. If we avoid the pain, we instead tell ourselves that we are virtuous, that we are even brave doing that. So if we tolerate the unloved job, the bully boss or the exploitive company, we are brave guys. So <laughs> I already hear you guys asking me, Georg, you have pressed our faces into the mud now. So now say us, how can we get out of it? New opportunities are always accompanied by pain. So you want to participate for a triathlon, for example? Go on, pain is waiting for you. Or you want to learn Erlang or C-Sharp or Ruby? Go on, the rookie pain is with you. Or you want to start leading projects? Here we are, your mistakes, pain, welcome. Uh, everything starts, everything new you are confronted with will initially also start with pain. You have to accept the risks which come with every new chances. And no, as already mentioned, there is no shortcut, no way to bypass the situation. It's a law of nature that new things are paired with uncertainty. Of course, you could follow some kind of narcissism and ask a life why it is not fair or why there is no exception, especially for you, because you're extraordinary or you're something like that. You already have had enough bad luck in your life and you have, er you have earned it, get a shorter way. But sorry, no way. A lot of things have become easier than 100 years ago. So washing your clothes, cars and trains, you have, had, you have a heated home. You're in touch with the world using the internet, your smartphone, your tablet or similar. But finally, staying in your comfort zone, even in the modern comfort zone, means always that the pain is with you. And to leave the comfort zone is tremendously big and unbearable. But if you want to really leave the comfort zone, because you want to get into something new, you want to progress, you want to see something new, you want to see these big possibilities in your life, and you have the feeling that there is something behind of the pain, you need to become familiar with the pain paradoxon. Pain paradoxon, what does it mean? Uh, it's simple. If you come closer to pain, it decreases. If you run away from pain, it increases. For example... If you postponed your disgusted action, it becomes even more worse. If you have started it once, it does not look that bad over the time. If you always accepted that none of your team members cleans up the coffee maker, you might have a lot of horror scenarios in mind that might happen if you raise the topic until the very moment you find the courage to do it. Or if you are full of fear to handle conflicting situations in your work as project leader, The moment you look for support and start to deal with the issues, your fear decreases. Okay, but now let's get a little bit more in details. Let's get, let's get really concrete. I've never shared this with a big group. I'm using a tool regularly if I feel myself stuck in my comfort zone. I found a book by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels. The, the tools are American psychotherapists. And we have introduced a technique called the reversal of desire. I love this tool, although the name is a little bit misleading. Anyway, I want to show you the tool because it helped me a lot. Before you try, don't be worried. All these details are available in the show notes. You do not have to do anything. So there is even a video by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels available. The link in the show notes. Of course, you know it. EmbeddedSuccess.com slash 
episode 48. Before you try the tool, let's imagine first a situation you are avoiding. Pick it from your mind. It must not be something you feel real physical pain like in boxing workouts or similar. More likely, you're avoiding some kind of emotional pain, a phone call you're putting off, a project that seems overwhelming, or a task that's simply tedious. Do you have something? Give yourself a minute to find it. Simply a situation you are avoiding something. Must be easy because everybody of us does it. I assume you have found it. Once you have Jews in the situation, imagine the pain you are feeling. When? Forgot the situation and focus on the pain itself. It's essential to experience the pain without the mental image of the dreaded future event. Focus all your awareness how the pain feels right now in the present. And now you're right for the tool. See the pain appear in front of you as a cloud. Scream silently at the cloud. Bring it on. Feel an intense desire for the pain to move you into the cloud. Now scream silently. I love pain. As you keep moving forward. Go so deeply into the pain you're at one with it. You feel the cloud spit out and close behind you. Say inwardly with conviction. Pain sets me free. As you leave the cloud, feel yourself propelled forward into a realm of pure light. Sounds nasty, doesn't it? For engineers? Really, Georg? What, what are you doing? Eh? So, let's say it that way. The first two steps require activating your own will. But in the final step, you should feel carried by a, much, by a force much bigger than you are. That's the force of forward motion. Holy shit, what, what's not that? Forward motion? Hold on, I'll explain in a minute. But first of all, let's have a detailed look. When you bring on the pain, make it as extreme as you can. What could it feel like if you get the very worst outcome? The audience boos your speech, your colleagues spit at you, you get kicked out of your job, you have to live under the bridge. If you can master the worst, then anything less becomes easy. The more intense the pain and the more aggressively you move into it, the more energy you'll create. Then learn go through the three steps quickly but intensively. Don't just do it once. Repeat the steps over and over until you feel you have thoroughly converted all the pain to energy. You can remember each step by the phrase that goes with it. First, bring it on. Second, I love pain. Third, pain sets me free. But the big question now is, why does this tool work? I want to quote from the tools book by Phil Stutz and Mary, Barry Michaels. Using this tool regularly reveals the secret about pain. Pain is not absolute. That's the way you can master it. Your experience of pain changes relative to how you react on it. When you move toward it, it shrinks. When you move away from it, pain grows. If you flee from it, pain pursues you like a monster in a dream. If you confront the monster, it goes away. That's why the desire is the essential part in the tool. It keeps you moving towards the pain. You're not desiring pain so you can shrink it. When you become confident, you can do this every time you have mastered your fear of pain.
So the third step of this tool propels you through the cloud, and that's done by the so-called force of forward motion. What's that? Do you have ever wondered why a little child tries to stand up and do, it and do its first steps again and again? Nobody has motivated it. Nobody has forced it. It falls down, tries again, falls down, get up again for days, for weeks, even for months. And there seems to be no frustration, at least not a big one. Or you have found some purpose in your life and you do things again and again with all the drawbacks and all the pushing But if you fail, you get up again and try again. The tool enables us to get in connection with this force. The force of forward motion only works in an individual if she consciously chooses to use it and accepts the pain that comes with it. I have personally tried the tool very often, meanwhile. I remember the first time I was really shocked. I have done it with all my intents and it gave me a real flush. I cannot describe it. But something has changed at the moment I have done it. I have done it immediately a second and the third time and I still felt the pain, but the experience has somehow changed. It was no longer that overwhelming, impossible to manage life-threatening fear. Step by step, I started to get my maneuvering back. I was able to react. Even I felt the pain. Even I see the big problem, but I get confident that I can go another way. It has some unpleasurable things in front, but we are not as big as I previously imagined them. So the question is, if you have managed to do this tool and you have tried it and given it, and, and I would really appreciate if you do that, because what can you lose? It might be simple one or two minutes with something new and you are comfortable. You can even do it in your comfort zone, but it might be an experience which is worth to experience it. So the question is, when to use the reversal of desire? I think that's quite obvious. So the first cue is the one at the moment, right before you are about to do something you want to avoid. Let's say you have to announce something unpleasant to your teammates. You're trying to escape by working hard or feeling sick or digging deep in your inbox or whatever strategies you have to avoid something. Detect yourself... Observe yourself and you find the various amount of situations in your daily life where you, where you avoid pain. And at these moments, start it, give it a try. It starts at the very beginning. You have to, you have to spend a minute to, to understand and keep it rolling. But after that, if you get more familiar with it, it's a piece of cake and you do it quite, uh, yeah, out of, out of you. It, it's, no, it's no brain issue then. You simply cluck and it's done. Use the tool repeatedly until you can feel the energy of the final step carrying you forward. Don't stop to think. Let it lead you right into the, taking the action you're avoiding. No hassle, just give it a try. And the second cue, when to use the reversal of desire. If we have to do something we find extremely unpleasant, we start thinking about it rather than doing it. So you know that. So you, you're, not, you're not starting do, to do things which are unpleasant, but you think about things like, why do I have to do it? I can't do it. I'll do it next week. Or why always me? And so on and so on. So each time you catch yourself thinking about the dreaded task, stop thinking and use the tool. The cues train you to use the tool right now. It's like a muscle. You exercise and it will grow. By time, doing this technique more often, it becomes a second nature. So it's, it's no problem. It's quite easy and it's quite amazing tool. Very little, very little tiny. And 
if you exercise a lot of them, as I mentioned before, in, as a judoka, I, was, I got familiar with repeating thousands of times the same technique and it gets automated. And suddenly you, fin you find yourself observing, oh, I'm just trying to avoid something. Yes, and then do it. And also, I, I still have my comfort zones. Of course I do. And I, I sometimes I find myself that I get stuck in these comfort zones and I cannot escape. And then I say, okay, let's do it. And when, when I, 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 I run the tool and then things change, I run it a second time and a third time and then I feel better and then finally the picture has changed and then I get the feeling things have changed and that's the point. One final thing for this, for this tool, there is the, the, the situation of fear and courage. The final thing reversal of desire can do for you may be the most important of all. So, it, I mean, it allows you to develop courage. Courage is the ability to act in the face of fear. Fear is almost always linked to an image you have to something terrible happening in the future. If I raise this issue, I get bumped off. If I do not follow the others, they will not like me anymore. If I start to be self-employed, I'll end up as a poor waster, and so on. You know all these uh, brain cinema situations, these brain scenes which are happening the moment you feel the fear. Be a little bit more cautious about your own fear and see why. how, how does it feel like. What's the fear? How is it triggered? What is the very, very end of the fear? The more you fixate on the future image the more paralyzed you become. Unable to act until you will be assured that the event will definitely not happen. And guys, that's not possible. Nobody can give you this level of certainty. There is no way to do it. Let's face it, our whole culture is based on the lie that it's possible to be certain about the future. Everybody is acting like that. Everything is done in the way as there is no death, there is no uncertainty in any way. A short glimpse into everyday news, and you know what I mean. To develop courage, you need to give up this illusion of future certainty. The first step is to learn to experience fear without the mental image of the dreaded future event. Focus all your awareness on how the fear feels right now, in the present. When separate the fear from what you are afraid of in the future. Sounds nasty, but that's possible. Do it. Simply separate it. You, on one side you have the fear and it's combined with the picture. And when you drop away the picture to the right or to the left side or to the background or to upwards or downwards, or it simply gets diluted, but the picture vanishes. So, And the only thing which remains is your fear. And this fear becomes just another kind of pain you process with the reversal of desire. The tool works exactly the same way you have already been using it. You can substitute the word fear for pain or just remember that fear is a kind of pain. With practice, you'll realize it no longer matters what you are afraid of. Every instance of fear can be dealt with the same way. And what's my conclusion now? If I ask myself, what's the benefit if you can leave your comfort zone regularly? Look back in your life. Everything you have had a strong desire, you finally have achieved it. With all the connected pain, even without this tool. But this tool makes things much more easier. Try it for yourself. Use it for something you have avoided up to now. Must not be something big, but start small. But start. 
and let me know about your results. I would be delighted to hear from you. As usual, information, links, etc. available in the show notes at embeddedsuccess.com slash episode 48. We are at the end of this episode. I'm Goa Gloro. Thank you for listening.